With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Fatback Four. It's Gav here, it's Matt, and it's Grace. Um, a lot's happened since we were here last Thursday. Um, what happened? What happened? Oh yeah, we beat Cardiff um, after City edge past Spurs, and then City went and uh, beat a disgraceful Man United side last night. Let's be honest about it. Matt, I'm going to come to you first. Um, the title of this is the Fatback Four to the Wire. Um, this is going to the wire, Matt, isn't it? This is last day stuff now. It's going to the weekend when we play uh, when City play Burnley. That's when it's going. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're getting three more wins. They're getting a draw and two wins. Sorted. You think so? 100%. I, I think out of all of them, I, well, I've said it a long time, Burnley, they're getting some good home results. They were constant for teams to play. I said it messing around, but now, in City's heads, they've got the biggest test out the way. So now, they're going to go into Burnley away, thinking they've won the league. This is what I'm hoping, anyway. Uh and uh, I think they're going to let it slip. Oh, let it slip. You got that one in early. Mick says that United tried, but they were shy. Um, they tried for about 30 minutes. They got one shot on target, Mick, in uh, 90 minutes. And uh, Martin Tyler decided that United were throwing the kitchen sink at City. Um, when they, I don't think they had a shot on target after about the 10th minute. So that's throwing the sink at someone. Um, keep flinging sinks because nothing really fucking happens. Grace, um, are, you, are, you, are we putting 97 points on this board? And are we going to see see where it takes us, or what, what way are you looking at this? Yeah, exactly that, Gav. Um, I'm I'm not as uh, upbeat as Matt and you, as you guys already know. Uh, but seeing your faces is lighting me up slightly. Um, even though they crap, right? We know how crap United are. In my heart of hearts, realistically, it was the one game, apart from the Spurs one, that I was kind of hoping that they dropped points, but. United were just just fucking awful, weren't they? It's, I actually watched it with the same level of interest as a Liverpool game, so I actually watched it. I had proper interest in it. I, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not cool enough to just say, ah, it's in the background, I'm not going to watch it and whatever, you know, just, just watch out for the results. I was proper, you know, invested in it, but 
Um, all we can do is just win our games now, isn't it? That's all we can do. We can smash Huddersfield tomorrow, right? Safely say that. I've told you, I think Rafa away is going to be tricky. But we, all we can do is get nine points out of nine and then just take it to the last day. You know, anything can happen. Are, are, are Brighton going to be, um, are Brighton going to be safe on the last day? We'll just, we'll just you know. Sorry, I missed you there. What's you say? I'm feeling sort of mouth. Oh, I saw that. Will Brighton be safe? I'm checking on Grizzle's neighbour who's holding that camera in our backyard in front Come here. Um, uh, will Brighton be, will Brighton be safe come the last day? Um, it, I don't, I don't really know, Grizz. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the table here. They've, they're three points clear of Cardiff. They've three games left, the same as Cardiff. Um, did he play? No, they played Cardiff last week. Brighton have Brighton have City on the last day of the season, and then I'm not too sure of the, of the fixtures in between that. Um, That's why I mentioned them, Gav. That's they, exactly. The home, the home to Newcastle. The home to Newcastle. Away to Arsenal and home to City. Yeah, I mean the the point I'm trying to make is we're clinging on to sort of you know any any possible. Uh, advantage, not advantage, but any possible signs of motivations the other clubs will have. We know Leicester with the Brendan Rodgers, you know, that could have a part. We've only, I've only found out this week that, uh, Sean Dyche, man, was a Liverpool fan as a kid or something. So, you know, yeah, he hates us. He hates us, yeah? Well, there you go. So, you know, we're just clinging on now, I think, to sort of one of the other teams causing an upset. And, you know, let's be straight. It's got to be a huge upset, you know, to stop this jabbing over a city side. Um, we say, oh, look, we've been magnificent and we are magnificent and I've said it all season and I'll say it again. But, you know, it's so are they. And it's just a case of let's just see what happens now. Because this was, this last night, I'm not going to lie to you, it, it, it did, it did depress me. It didn't, um, it didn't depress me. It was, <laughs> I, I went into the game with a bit of hope, hoping that United would do something, get a reaction from the weekend. But I think it just showed how how limited United are. You know, when when, when you see things during the week about Solskjaer and, you know, what's he going to do in the summer? He's a hell of a job on in the summer to do anything with that side. It just showed how far behind they were. I didn't, I didn't think City were great. I thought he looked a little bit tired again last night. But they took two chances and, and United, as much as they tried, couldn't really do anything about them. But look, it's down to three games. Yeah, them lads going, them three teams going for that four spot, uh, it's absolutely diabolical, them lot. Tottenham, I think, have got sewn up now, but it's, it's like a competition to see who can who can not get it. They're all yeah. just, just pathetic, aren't they? How how much of them three fallen in the last few years? Well, and Tottenham about- and us have just, have just taken over them. Not by a little bit, by a long, a long way. I mean, Tottenham are only three points ahead, but he hasn't spent a penny because of the new stadium. And, and they're a far better team than any of them. Well, when you look at the, the team in, in third place, they've lost 11 games. All right? Um, and then you look at Chelsea, Drew the other night. Arsenal were atrocious last night, from all accounts. Then you have United there that, you know, <laughs> do they deserve <laughs> top four? Probably not. You know? Uh, I said no way. No, well, we were talking on the uh, on the WhatsApp group and Carl was saying to us they, they can lose tonight and put all their eggs in the Chelsea basket. I think Chelsea will do them on, on, when they play each other because United just looks so flat. But look, well, I'm not going to talk about United all night. It's, it's, it's about us. Um, but, but hold on. Yeah. My prediction at the start of the year 
Because mm. we win it. City second. Chelsea, then Arsenal. Chelsea, then Tottenham, sorry. Right. And that's the line. Liz had no way. Okay. Um, I've got it right, stuff. I don't know what you're smugging there. I've got it exactly right. Yeah, I know. Do you know something? It means more to him to have that prediction right than us win the league. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what he said the second. Just just another thing on that top four, Gav. People talk about us bottling it or whatever. Do you remember that bullshit narrative being played? Well, Mm -hmm. the biggest bottlers are are the ones that are going for that top four. They're proper bottlers. They're the ones that are shitting their pants every week. You know, the likes of Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal, United. I mean, how anyone in the media or fans or like can sort of levy that narrative at us like bottlers fucking hell we're not bottlers we're actually nah, no one called no one says it anymore no, it's just no, after them two draws that was it yeah, no, it hasn't been said for a while to be fair there's no there's no listen if if Liverpool were 10 points ahead with 6 to go and don't and manage not to win it it's a proper bottle job if it's same at Man City you know like you know you, you know you were 8 points clear in 2012 with 6 to go and managed to lose that on goal difference. They bottled that. You know, Liverpool bottled it in 2014-14. Simple as that. We did. Um, but these two sides, with that amount of points, no matter what happens in the next three games, neither side have bottled it. It's just, it's it's a constant amount of games. You know, already City or Europe, we're still in it. But it's just, the standard has been exemplary, let's be honest about it. If someone manages to draw one or lose one, that can happen. You know, if City lose one, they've lost five the season. If we lose one, we've lost two. It's just it's two unbelievable sides going at it and made the best team win, which will be us. Um, and that's just the way it goes. Um, but lads, look, I want to just going back. Let's let's rewind a little bit. Cardiff at the weekend. Um, we have we've spoken about it since privately. But Matt, um, I'm getting to the stage now where if we're not if we're not leading after 45 or 60 minutes, I'm comfortable because our style of play means that the other side just can't keep it up. And for 90 minutes, I was always confident in this game that we get through it. Um, it was a good professional display, I thought, Matt. Did you? Sorry, which one were we talking about? I was on there. Cardiff. <laughs> You're on Tinder, are you? Uh, Cardiff, I thought it was a good professional display, did you? Yeah. It is. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, host. Yeah, it's what we've done all season. and uh, Not worried once. We just keep grinding teams down. These are the teams, as we said, uh, used, used to get a draw against us because we couldn't break them down. And even when we had uh, Coutinho with his long shots, uh, we still couldn't do But now we're not relying on long shot or someone like Coutinho. As a team, we just find openings. Whether that comes in, in the 10th minute or the six, 60th minute, it definitely comes within the 90th. That's one thing. And that's, that's, that's what Klopp's uh, done on the training ground. Uh, he's looked at our, some of our weaknesses, our defence, and breaking down teams up front. And he's worked out a way to do it with, with our back. Um and that and that's why it's the best manager in the world. Yeah, it's just like Chris. You look at the game. Half time comes. The, their guy on the on the left wing causes one or two issues. Nothing major. There's a block at the back post from Robertson, but um, there was a lot made of them not watering the pitch or letting grass grow and and different things like that. Um, for you, when it got to forty five, were you thinking? Oh, this could be the day, or were you were you were you okay? Of course, he was. Well, it, it went again. It's another game that went exactly how I predicted to you guys. Absolutely not. We'll just chat. I knew I knew we're not going to smash them, so to speak. But I, I, but as I said, we wear them down. Um, you know, we controlled it from the start to finish. 
I mean, they fucking put a lot of energy in that game. They did, and I knew they would. But I knew they wouldn't be able to last in the second half, and 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 so be it. That's exactly what happened. Um, you know, the, the control. What's impressed me this this season more than anything else is how Klopp or how quickly Klopp developed our playing style into a controlled possession game. We can do that now against anyone. You know, we were very you know, gung-ho and blast teams away and if it works, it works. And then we're sort of kind of sometimes even hanging on. You know, teams teams were never out of it. Even if we, if they were 2-0 down, teams were never out of it against us. Always felt like if we get one back, this this Liverpool team will get under pressure. It's totally the opposite now. We can be nil-nil and we're totally in control. But the moment we score, it's like it just drains the opposition. There's no way they, you know, they just suddenly see no way of coming back. And that's exactly what happened. As you said, that first half, that don't know what his name was on that left wing, um, gave Trent a, a bit of a hard time. Yeah, in the second half, you know, Hendo was asked to do a, 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 a job to sort of help him out on that side. And, you know, once we scored with a superb, superb Ginny strike, you know, I, I was totally, totally comfortable, comfortable that we, you know, we're going to get the three points. I read somewhere as well. We haven't lost at Anfield for two two years now. Yeah, two years. Yeah, I read that as well. And Mendes Lang, Nick says Mendes Lang, he has a spot on. Now, an, an exceptional um, home record, exceptional away record as well. It's just you know, like what we're all saying, like you know, it's well, if we put ninety seven on the board, I think it wins every Premier League title bar the one last year, which is just fucking outrageous. But look. It, I want to look forward a little bit to Newcastle. Um, not Newcastle, Huddersfield. Sorry, Friday night. I have Newcastle on the brain because I think that's the big one. Um, but Huddersfield on Friday night, a couple of people there are asking, you know, do we go full strength? Do we play all the front lads? Do we do this? Do we do yeah. that? Klopp today says there's enough time between Friday and, and Barcelona and to be enough time between Barcelona and Newcastle. He, he basically said today, this game has nothing to do with Barcelona. So, you know, he's making a quick here. He's going to go full strength. But, I asked you earlier and I put it on the tweet. Chris, do you think there's a chance of rotation, particularly in this game, and probably the games to the end of the season? And I ask you that because my concern at the minute is Alexander-Arnold. That's my concern at the minute. Um, I'll, I'll go into a bit more, but do you see rotation happening, particularly Friday night? Yeah, it's a tricky one, you know that. I don't think it's clear, clear-cut clear <clears throat> as Matt thinks, like, ah, oh, full strength every game. I do think I do think that that Barcelona game may may force him into maybe maybe the fullbacks having a rest. I mean they're going to be crucial. I mean you know it's difficult. You're right. Trent is the only one that seems to be slightly out of form. And with it was only that one game though. Before he, that, he's looked, he had he's the, looked he had a, a bit, cracking game. Yeah, but he's looked a bit leggy for me, Matt, in a couple yeah. of games, and and not even not. Going forward, not bad. I just think he looked a bit hesitant you know defensively. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, you know I agree with that. Agree with that. Like Matt, do you know what it is? Because he's been so superb since he's got into the team, we still forget he's how old is he, Matt? He's still 19 or 20. something? 19 20. or 20 years old. He's a kid. And he's, and he's just taken part in one of the best seasons or best set of results or points amassed by a Liverpool team in a lot of high-octane mm-hmm. pressure games. And... It does take its tone at the end of the season. Say what we want. You know, he's, he is the kid of the team. 
you know, it it does it can take effect. And especially now with the with the fitness of Joe Gomez, and we know Klopp does like Joe Gomez. I mean, I don't like him at right back. I'm going to put my hands up. Hopefully, proves me wrong again. But I like him at centre back. But <laughs> How's the Cubs going to say that? Yeah, because but 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 because because Joe Gomez is fully fit now. I don't know. I think there might be a case for giving Joe Gomez a game against Huddersfield, but then. But then it goes against my original theory, whereas I think Joe Gomez plays against Barcelona. Nah. Well, you see, do you know what? my theory, Matt. Matt, my theory. Matt, can I ask you something about uh, Alexander Arnold? And you know, he's been a bit hesitant. He's been given the run around a couple of times, you know, in recent weeks. Just, just in certain instances. I know. I don't mean all game. Um, I thought he was really good against Chelsea. Especially when Hazard comes over and, and pulls left, I thought he done really well. Do you think it could be just getting to him? This is a twenty-year-old local lad. Is he the only local lad in the squad? Yes, I think he is. Um, no, Jay Spearing. Jay Spearing, I know him as well. But do you think it could be just getting to him a little bit emotionally coming towards uh, coming down the stretch? I haven't actually. I haven't thought about it. It's a good question. I haven't thought about that at all. The only thing. Yeah, yeah, to forget he got there eventually. Here are we. I, I, I don't think players around him like he spends a lot of time Van Dyke. Uh, you see it in the training photos. I don't think they'll let it get to him. If anything, if he is, if he is a little bit off form, I think it's more it'll be more mental fatigue, just because he's played so many games, he's travelled around Europe, and he's done it's his first season doing it all. So, if anything, it could be mental fatigue, and that's why his defending is down, but his attacking isn't. Um, but I, I, I don't think that, um, yeah, I don't think the players or Klopp or the coaching staff will let it get to him. It ha- it's not getting to anyone else. So, I, I, I don't think it'll be getting to him either. Like, you look at Hendo, he, he loves this club just as much as Trent does, local or not. And there's players in there that love this club, and it's not getting to any of them. Yeah, no, it was just something I thought during the week that, you know, like, not saying, putting yourself in his position as a guy that knows more about this club than, than anyone else that's playing. It just could be, it could be weighing him down a little bit. It, just, it was just something that... Oh, I got that. That was a good question. Thanks, well done, um, yeah. <clears throat> But look, uh, for me, I think he will rotate a little bit for Huddersfield. I think he has the comfort to do it. Um, you know, these days that he says doesn't well, matter to us in Barcelona. <laughs> All right, go on, Grid. So, do, do you well, think... I don't think, for example, for example, Fabinho came off with um, concussion, wasn't it? After he was sub anyway. No, he didn't have concussion. No, we didn't have uh, concussion. He, he was a little bit dizzy. Everyone at 100%. He's so completely fine. Regardless of wherever it was, I don't think Fabinho is needed against Huddersfield, A. And B, he's definitely needed in Barcelona. So maybe... Maybe he gives Fabinho a rest, you know. He, he should even put Millie on a left back. Um, I mean, me, me and Klopp are happy putting Gomez in, but I think he starts Trent <laughs> and then brings Gomez on to give Trent a break. Maybe at sixty or half time. Maybe depends on the score. Depends when we're two 0 up. Yeah, yeah, that's the dilemma because you're right. Our main attacking width comes <laughs> from our fullbacks, so that's, to, to, yeah. To change I mean, to change both fullbacks would be risky, I think. But I think he may... On my, on my days playing champ, a lot of champ man, I always like to start with, <laughs> with my strongest team and then uh, bring them off once we're, once we're winning. I'm the same. 
I, I know. And Chan Master exactly the same as Premiership, so yeah, he, he should well, run back. I asked, I asked him Benfica are known for doing this. Chris was telling me during the week because he, he uh, watches a lot of them, and they like to start with their full teams as well, and then make changes when needed. Isn't that right, Chris? Correct. Correct. Um, but no, like if all the things we're speaking about here, you could probably make an argument for, for changing three in the back four. You know, you could put Gomez in a right back. You could put Milner in a left back. You could see Lovren coming in from Matip. Um, you could change three of the back four. I don't think he will. The Fabino show is 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 a, an interesting one. But that could be Hoover in as well. Hoover could come in. Um, but <laughs> but we, you know, if, if Milner goes to left back, what's his option in midfield? I've, I've heard people saying Lallana, but Lallana's disappeared again. You know, nah, it's, um, it's just gone. it's 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 one week on and four weeks off. It's, for me, it's, it's it's not happening for him. He needs to be up to he needs to be up to speed of what we're doing, and I don't think he is. To be perfectly honest, he can come on. He can come on if we're two 0 up because he holds the ball up well. That's that's where I'd have him. That's he's not even not he's not even in the squad tomorrow, lads. So forget about Lalana. The point being is the only position. Look, we, we we I think we've agreed, or I think we we would agree that he doesn't risk dropping any of the front three, right? Even though Mo's been like around the world and taking pictures <clears> of <throat> like. Queen of the Dragons and shit like that. He doesn't drop any of the front three. Cater again gets another run out. Or could you see Cater having a rest before Barca? Because he definitely plays in Barca, right? Or does he? See, this is where the conundrum is. Does he go Brexit midfield in Barca like he does? <laughs> or does he pick the, the midfield that's been doing so well in the last few games? Uh, I think in Barca, he goes for Dino Hendo Genie. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree I, with that. I think so as well. So Cater definitely that's Cater definitely inking for tomorrow. Then Hendo plays a game tomorrow. Two games. Yeah, he could play every two days. He's all right. It's yeah, a difficult. So, it's, it's a difficult one, but I think Klopp might might look at it and think I'm just picking the team that I need for this game and forget. Like he, he has said, forget Barcelona. But like we know he's a lawyer. You know, all managers are. They'll tell you one thing and go a different way. It's very hard. He, you know, he's, he's, look, if we're going with top four, he probably takes a bit of a risk and he goes a certain way on Friday night. But this isn't top four. This is this is it. You know, and this is the main priority. It has to be the main priority. It, it's sure, yeah, night. yeah, no, no, I agree with that. So, but I mean, but do you think do you think yesterday's result would have any influence on his selection? Do you think, guys? No, because you see, even if even if even if City were to draw last night. We mm. still have to win three games. You mm. know, like, it's not like if City lose one or draw one, we're ahead. You know, the, you know, the kind of way we still need to put these three wins on the board because it's not like you're, you're then gambling on City losing another one or drawing another one. I think he is trying to look at it game by game, but the rotation can be met. Yeah, nothing changes. Absolutely I, nothing changes. No, I, I think, I think he goes as strong as he can. He might move one or two max on Friday night. But um, I don't think he's doing it looking forward to Barcelona. I think he's doing it to win this. And get look the likes of Gomez getting them back up to speed. And Robertson probably, just to give him a rest, because Robertson for me has looked at, a little bit off it. I'm not saying he's being bad. I think he's in, he's being very, very good. But just, he's and he's going to whack off him. <laughs> no, like, he just, like, I thought he was exceptional against Chelsea. Against Cardiff, he was decent. But you could see him kind of, Playing a little bit towards the end, not major. I'm just saying 
just little things you might look at and you might change. I'm not too sure. Look, we might as well go and pick a team for Friday night because, um, you know, next game, forget, I don't know whether you want to try to get Barcelona or whether you want to look ahead to that and, and try to pick a team around that. Grizz, pick me a team. I'll tell you what, pick me a team for both. Oh, fuck oh, off, Gav. We'll be all there. No, oh, well, you'll, have, you you'll have 26 I'll tell, tell you what, Grizz, pick one for, pick one for tomorrow and then we'll pick one for tomorrow and then we'll come back and do one for Barca and see how we figure it out. Mick reckons no, six I'll, I'll tomorrow, very, by the way. I'll make it very quick. I won't bore Matt to death. What I'll say about tomorrow's, is it tomorrow, yeah? It is tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, tomorrow, I think tomorrow, I think, I think he will go with Trent. I think, I, I don't think he'll, uh, after saying all that, I don't think he'll, uh, uh, rest the fullbacks. I think, I think Cater plays, Hendo plays. And I think maybe Milner might play instead of Ginny. That's the only thing. I think he may rest, uh, Fabinho and, um, and, uh, Fabinho and, uh, Ginny for, for, for Wednesday. That's the only change I'd, I'd see. So I, basically what I'm trying to say is the usual back four, the usual strikers, and then the midfield for me, I think might be Hendo, Milner, and Keita. Okay. Um, for in, me, in, in view, so, 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 so therefore, Wednesday. No, 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 no don't go for bad. I'll be back to you on that. Um, All right, come, come back to me. <laughs> I, I go next. I think it's um, Alisson's obviously in goal. I think I think he plays Trent. I think he plays Gomez, Van Dijk, um, Robertson. Um, mm. And the reason being, Miller only gets 10 minutes of Cardiff, so I think he's all right for tonight, for tomorrow night. I think he goes Milner, Keita, Wijnaldum. Um, yeah, I think he does that. I think he, try, he will try to give Henderson a break um, and have him ready for Barcelona. And the front three is normal. That's what I go with. Matt, for you? Uh, Ali, Trent, Batip, Van Dijk, Robbo. Then, Nilna, Fabino, Keita. Okay. Right. Then the boys. And the boys. Alright. So three different, three different sides there. Three different sides. All three of us. Excellent. Yeah. I like that. Three different sides. So, give us a prediction for, for Huddersfield she might as well. Great. I think, um 4 0. 4 0. Matt? Is that to us or them? <laughs> Liverpool. Oh, nice. Right. Okay. Nice for clarifying that. Uh, I reckon. 2-0, don't get out of second gear. I reckon, what? I reckon, I reckon. What a horse. All fucking season he's been predicting 7-0s and 6-0s. Come crunch fucking game against the bottom team. He's gone for a 2-0 fucking weak prediction. Uh, I'm going 3-0. I'm going 3-0 in second gear. Um, the reason I'm, is Grizzler. I think a lot of our team are thinking about Barca. They're very professional performance. Get the job done and keep ball. Yeah, I think... I think to do that though, you put it, you make a three. And because if you I make it, if you, if you have two tomorrow, and something happens. I think Mo will see tomorrow as the chance to fucking get clear of that golden boot. If there's any penalties or free kicks, I, I guarantee you, it will be all over them tomorrow. Alright. So we're all going for wins anyway. We've all picked three different sides. Moving on, Barcelona. Um, when, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Um, Matt. Pick me a team in Barcelona, so. 
back four as it is, back five, sorry, mm-hmm. and then you know my midfield, mm-hmm. Genie, Hendo, uh, Fab, and the front three. Okay, great. Yeah, I've, I've been saying for a little while now, I think Gomez will come in. There you are. Uh, I think Gomez, um, Mr. Joel Mati, uh, Vivid, and Robbo, and then in midfield, you got Fabinho, Genie and Hendo, and the friendly three lads. Okay, I'm going to go Allison, Trent, Mattis, Van Dijk, Robertson. I'm going to go Fabinho, Keita. Keita, yeah? Yeah, Fabinho, Keita. And I think he goes Henderson. And then I think he goes to three up front. So, um, yeah, do you want to do, do you want to do a prediction on that? Even though it's five days away, six days away, do you want to give us a prediction on the fourth leg? I think, I think they beat us 2-1. Well, I'll be happy with that. Okay. <sighs> Ma, prediction for it? Same. Same? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Who's the manager today? He's lost this bottle. <laughs> I think we beat them 3 2. Get in, yeah, I think we've been three two. No one's beaten this Liverpool side. Um, right. Um, that's games, that's teams, that's outlooks and stuff. But the main outlook at the moment is um, the two trophies we have left. Um, I've heard lots of predictions going around. Whether we win the league, whether we win the European Cup, whether we win both, whether we win none. Um, Matt, do you still firmly believe Liverpool can win both of these trophies, one of them, none of them? What what, what, what way are you? Uh, Trust it. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we win one. I don't know which. We've got oh, a gonna, good I'm chance gonna, of winning I'm going to have to put you on the yeah, spot wait. now. Well, ah. I, want a prediction. I want a prediction for both competitions. Can, can you believe this? I'll tell you something. Yeah, can you believe this? Absolutely weak. We win the league. Yes, that's my like it. He's back. <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the Champions League, man? Tell it comes. <laughs> we win the league. Win the league, European Cup. What do you reckon? Do you think Barca do is in the semi? I think the Barca one is very tough. Ah, uh, I think, ah, uh, because we're concentrating on the league, we pull out the boss second leg, and we, uh, we maybe mess up. This is after the Burnley win, you see. Kevo Sullivan, Kevo Sullivan reckons if you win the league, we win both. I'm all for that. You're just not, you're just not very committal on it. Burnley, Burnley beats City. Burnley draws City. Our heads turn to the league. We don't put a shift in. Okay. Chris? Same as well, I'll stick to my original prediction that we've got more chance of winning the Champions League than the Premier League, and I'm sticking by that. Um, As much as I'd rather win the Premier League, I just don't think this City will drop any points, and that's the problem. I don't think we're the problem. The problem is City. We're fine. We're doing an amazing job. We're doing a champion. We're doing a champion's season. Right, it's just they're doing a fucking freak season again. We've got to remember, 100 points last season, 98 potentially this season, 
That's fucking unheard of. I wonder what the aggregate... Has anyone got close to that aggregate? You know, Man United won it a couple of times in a row, didn't they? And uh, have City won it, have City won it uh, twice in a no, row? No one's ever got near this. No, not at all. We're going to be the third highest points. If we win the last game, third highest points of all time. Without win- well, yeah. And, um, not of all never win it. So that's just fucking crazy, isn't it? That's, that, that's if that happens, but it's going to, we're going to have the second highest points of all time because City are drawing. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, some people saying that's no consolation. I, 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 I think at the end of the day, it isn't, but it, it just shows where we are as a club and we're here to stay. That's where it does show for me. The, the performance, the improvement year on year on, we're an elite club now and we're, and us and City are at least, 10, 15 points better than the rest, at least. So that We need that, cl- uh, that Pep to fuck off, though, don't we? Um, I don't know if you need Pep to fuck off, because... Oh, I if they, if, Well, oh, yeah, I I, I, listen, listen, he's very, very good, but... No, 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 he's, no, no he's, he's elite. Yeah, he is, he is. Elite. I, I, yeah, look, I probably wore that wrong. No, he's a cheat. He's outstanding, but... Yeah, they're not very cheat. No, he's a cheat. But no, you saw his players fucking new blood and shit. No, the club is a cheat. New blood and shit. No, the, the club is a cheat. No, but he's fucking elite. No, he is elite. But the thing is, if he if he was to walk away at the end of this season, um, and I believe he'll walk away at the end of next season if he doesn't win the Champions League, it'll get all it'll all get too much. I agree. Um, four years is not what he does, and four years without European Cup, just no matter what sort of play you you play with that sort of outlay of money, it, it won't cut the mustard. It simply won't. Um, he is elite, but. It doesn't matter. If someone else walks into that job, they'll just walk in and they go, yeah, there's another 300 million. It's just the way they walk. Um, <laughs> unless, unless these, um, unless these lads. That's the Well, no, not even that. Unless, unless these investigations that are gone into them are actually looked into. You know, we go back a good couple of weeks and there was all sorts of investigations and now there's nothing. And I'll stick to my prediction on That's that. That's a fuck. No. These are gone right under the carpet. No one, no one wants it. Of course they are. And what will happen yeah. is, in, at the end of August, they, they, this will come out. And they'd be told you of a one transfer window ban, which would be January, when nobody's signed fucking <coughs> anyone. Any, anyway, listen, I, I come the that. end of August, <coughs> come the end of August, we 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 find out that the owners of Man City are now on the board, right, of of, of the actual investigation team. So forget about that. Let's just don't worry about what's going to happen. There's nothing's going to happen to them. Yeah, it's the way. But, it's way of the wicked world. But as I, but coming back to my original, this is now a FIFA ICK. <laughs> yeah. But my, my, but my main prediction is amazing season, and I've told you we're lifting number six because okay. I firmly believe we have the beating of Barcelona, and whoever we reach, uh, whoever reaches the final from the other side, Spurs, we've got a mental block over Spurs, and Ajax, they will not be able to handle our intensity and our gig and pressing. So lads, it's not all doom and gloom. Gloom and gloom, yeah. We may finish second in the league, but we will be lifting number six. Okay. Um, so your second and, and winning the European Cup, Matt, is out in the semi-final, but winning the league. Um, is about wrong. Um, I hate to inform you. Liverpool win the league. Um, they win the league. I don't care what way a fucking walks, they win the league. Louis, I think Louis Boy, I think is the lad's name. Oh, right that, that's um, he's, now he's asked if we get to the final, we win it. That's an interesting thing for me. Would you rather get Ajax or would you rather Spurs? And the reason I ask that is because us and Spurs are so familiar with each other, whereas Ajax are kind of carefree and you never know what way they'll show up on the big stage. Is there anyone you prefer in that, in that final year to get to it, Matt? 
Yeah, well, I've been watching a lot of Ajax this season anyway. Yeah. Um, and they've got a very good team, which, which will, and, and they, they press quite high, which we, they will go quite well against Klopp. Mm. Um, and then that lad who's at the back, he, he's good <laughs> as well. Yeah. I'd, I prefer Spurs, make it more fun. Okay. Great for you. Because I don't watch Ajax. Mate, I, I prefer Ajax all day long. Spurs, even though I've said we've got like sort of their number kind of thing, Pochettino's a great coach. Um, and, you know, Champions League final, the glamour's with the Ajax, isn't it? And, and as I said, I genuinely think Ajax will have never, I don't think they will have faced a team as powerful and fast and as strong as us. And they're, they're, they're very much like City where they will play at all costs in all parts of the pitch. And that just suits us down to the ground. We'll, we'll eat them alive. I'm, I firmly believe that. Obviously, our, I hate saying it, but our, our main obstacle final to get to, to win the final will be Barcelona over two legs. Okay. I firmly believe we'll win the final, whoever it is. For me, um, I, for me, I don't, I don't fear either of them, but the familiarity thing is one thing that will concern me a little bit. You know, two Premier League teams going at it and it could be a, a literal flip of a coin because they know each other inside out. I take Ajax all day long. I, listen. There's people out there that pretend to watch Ajax fucking most weeks and you know people inside out they're fucking liars um, they watch them in the Champions League they don't watch them in the, in the Dutch League it's as simple as that um, but from what I've seen of them um, really good in the ball like you said Chris, they play at all costs in any area of the pitch they're comfortable on it you see their players with two and three lads around them and they're asking for the ball it's the way they play the fear I'd have for them against us would be we'd happily say yeah go ahead and play and when we get it off you then it'll be mayhem and we'll see how you deal with it. You know what I mean? Um, I thought Juventus might be too cute for them, but Juventus played right into their hands. Um, so for me, it'd be like, it doesn't matter either way, we're winning it. We're winning both. I keep telling you this. Um, I've, I've no bones about it. If we don't win the league, I'd be fucking beside myself. You know, it, it won't be nice. But, oh, we know. But um, no, I'm fully still fully committed to us winning both. Um, just this uh, team of the year came out. Um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Uh, you had em- um, Ederson, you had Trent, you had Van Dijk, Laporte, Robertson, um, you had Pogba. Someone will have to help me out from here on in. Um, I think it was Mane. Aguero might have been in, or was he? Yeah, I'll um, your team for you. Yeah. Now, shut up two seconds. I'll, I'll read out. Yeah, go ahead. All right, <laughs> we've got, we got Ederson in goal. We've got Trent, Van Dijk, Laporte and Robertson for the back four. Yeah, I just said that. The team that was picked in midfield, uh, the midfield that was picked was Fernandinho, Pogba and Bernardo Silva. Mm-hmm. And your front three were Raheem Sterling, Aguero and Sadio. Okay. Uh, anyone have any issues or any of that? Matt? Go on, Matt. Yeah. yeah, obviously Alisson over Edison. I, I don't... Edison's played really well this season and Alisson's got a, a better defence in front of him. I still think he he better. He should be in there. Pogba is uh, that that's a fucking balls up. That you can tell the vote was taken just after his purple patch because other than four or five good games, he he hasn't done anything. Not to be team of the year anyway. He scored uh, he scored some penalties, scored a few rebounds. But he hasn't turned, turned the league up at all. So I, I wouldn't have him. I think Fabinho's been better than him. Um, over on that, you could argue Salah, but Sterling and Aguero have both been amazing. I think Manny deserves to be there because he's been such a big game player. Yeah, it's, it's not too bad, I suppose. Just Pog's the big shout. 
Pogba. And Trent, actually. I, I love Trent. And he's had a great season. But he, he has had a fair few off games. Um, yeah, I thought that was a strange one to put in there. But if it's other players voting for him, then, yeah, I, I understand why. Okay, the Pogba one for me is just madness. You know, um, I've seen a tweet from me today about about Pogba, and for me, Pogba has turned into a, a marketing tool or a marketing toy because the performance, like they're obviously making a shitload of money out of him because of image rights and uh, you know and things like that. But performance-wise, it's just I've watched them you now. I've watched them probably ten times this season, and I can honestly tell you, you know, he's scoring the odd penalty and things like that. But for me, it's work great where he's meant to be in this field. <laughs> Creative boys, he, sometimes he does a, some good passes. I remember away to Spurs, he, he splits one for, for Rashford. But for this guy that's 90 million, and in today's market, if he was being sold today, you know, in the, with the reputation he had two years ago when he was sold, you're probably looking at 140 or 150 million. It's mind blown to watch this guy go around the pitch and be overran, out muscled, out taught, everything about him. For him to be in that team of the, team of the year was just madness. Grizz, Apart from Pogba, is there anyone else you, you would have had in over the last part of the day? Yeah, Pogba's a mental shot. I'd have Fred over him. Fred. But, <laughs> that fella with your annoying, my God. Go on. But, nah, but on, a, on, a, on, a, on the rest of the team, look, Edison, we were discussing it before, Edison, say what we want. I know we've got Alisson, but there's not much to choose between them. I'd, 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 I, I'm sounding like anti-Trent, but I'm one of Trent's biggest, biggest fans. I think he's uh, a generational uh, player. He's he's actually going to be superb. But I, I'd actually have, I think, a good shout would be Doherty from Wolves at right back. I think he's been absolutely a revelation in this Premier League. Coming up from the, you know, a lot of people thought he's not going to be able to hack it in this league. He was superb for Wolves last season, and he's been amazing this season. So. I think he'd deserve a shout-out right back. Um, the other one that I would, instead of Pogba, obviously, you know, there's a shout for... I mean, I'm surprised. I saw Silva, and I thought automatically thought it's going to be the other Silva. What's his name? David Silva. The, who? David Silva. David Silva, yeah. And, you know, there'd be a shout to sort of pick the, the, the three midfielders of Man City. I think no one would argue if you picked David Silva because Bernardo Silva has been superb. So, or even someone like Ruben Neves has had a brilliant season as well from Wolves. The, thing, know, the, the thing for me with, with Bernardo Silva, don't get me wrong, he's a fabulous player, but the stats off him, you know, golden assist wise, it's, it's okay. But, um, like, I just think, I think because of the type of player he is, the walk rate he's put in has caught a lot of people's eyes. Like his walk rate against us at the Eddie had was on. Can I tell you? Can I tell you why it's been a, a, an amazing season from him? He's not actually a central midfielder. He was bought as a right winger for Monaco. You know, I watched, I, I watched a lot of Monaco a couple of seasons ago as well. <laughs> so he, he was actually a right winger, right? He played on the wing, an out-and-out winger. And you notice for Pep's sort of converted him because Kevin De Bruyne's had like on and off injury season. He's converted him into sort of playing in a central three. You've got to give him dues for that, Gav. He's not the biggest. He's not the strongest. He's not the quickest. But he's, he's just like a, 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 another dead well, silver. And it's well, an amazing player to have like that. Are we voting on who's adapted the best or who's the best centre mid? 
No, he's been number one. I'm trying to say is he's, he's proved. And in so, yeah. the season that's got 100 points a game, that he's been no, one of the best uh, midfielders. Mentioned Fabino. Yeah, Fabino's not in the team of the year, though, Matt. Um, no. You know, you'd have to be playing most of the year, and he took an awful long time to bed in. Don't get me wrong, it could be um, it could be one of those where next season... He's had, my point of view is he's had more, much more, probably twice as many uh, better games than Pogba. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. no. Well, look, there's, there's, a, there's loads of players you could have picked over Pogba. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Loads of... Well, that's a fanboy shout, Matt. That's, that's a proper... That's a proper fanboy shot. Do you know what I mean? I could, I, could, I, I could make an argument for that that guy off Arsenal, the, the, the Mexican or fucking whatever, the line, what's his name? In, in the middle of the Yeah, I could make an argument for him. Genuinely. Yeah, he's decent well. Yeah, you know the kind of way, so you could make an argument for, for a lot of players over Pogba. Um, I don't think Fabino would be top of that list, but, you know, for me, if, you're, if I was making a massive one, I'd be, if we went out of, you know, we're going on, he's the best midfielder in Liverpool this season. And he's not in the team, and Pogba is. So you know, you could you could look any any which way at that. But look, um, we just wanted to touch on that uh, team of the year thing because it came out today. Um, back to Liverpool, Chris. I want to ask you, if for argument's sake Liverpool don't win a trophy by the second of June, I think it's the Champions League final, which is fucking madness. Where are they going with the second of June? Um, well, this is a hard question. I'm not going. What what effect do you think it has, Grizz? Do you think, like you said, this is a young side with the likes of Allison in his fourth season, the Liverpool Kate are the same, um, you know, Van Dijk in his fourth full season, Gomez, although injury played his fourth proper centre half season, you have um, you have the front three that are excellent, they're looking to add to things. How do you think it affects them, Grizz? Do you think it, it badly affects them, or do you think they look at it as another stepping stone towards what their ultimate goal is? Even if you put ninety-seven on the board to get it, I, I think I think it absolutely has an, a positive effect. I think we've proved this season, um, regardless, as you say, whether we get a, a trophy at the end of it, that we are, you know, the best team in the country. And there's a, and there's an argument and a case to be made, Gav, that we potentially go into next season as favourites. And the reason, the reason why I say this, Gav, is we have got a younger squad than Man City's, a fitter squad, right? And we have the potential of Fabinho, Keita and Ox, like three new signings, apart from the, the additions that we will no doubt have. We've got to take into consideration Man City will have another year on for uh, what's his name Fernandinho company um, you know the likes of KDB have had injuries you know will they be the same Aguero another season on so look we I think the bookies may even make us sort of favourites for the league next season you know and and it's just all positive it's everything's I can't see it having any sort of negative effect or or sort of downbeat about not getting a trophy. I just don't see it, especially with our coach. Yes, the fans, and I think fans, especially the older ones, have sort of, uh, um, Chris, are you, you know, are, case, you, are you struggling to breathe there? A case. <laughs> no, but this is getting emotional for me. You see, All right, okay, yeah, just crying. Okay, that's fine. Come on. Continue. Because, because look, it, it will be heartbreak. Don't get me wrong. I mean, 
you know, me and you've discussed it, how heartbreaking, you know, it will be if we don't get anything after this amazing season. But as a club and for the players and the coach, I think it's just another stepping stone and another sign of major progress. I really think we go flying into next season. And it literally, it really is, there's trophies around the corner, you know, 100% I believe that and it's all positive. Absolutely no negativity from 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 the point of view that if we don't win anything this season, absolutely. See, I've, I've tried to look at it from both sides. I think you, you could you could make a case that if we win one or one or two trophies come come the start of June, you could have a couple of players there to say, "I've done what I can here. You know, I've I've achieved what I can. I want to go somewhere else and do it." Allah could be Mane, could be Salah. I'm I'm not saying there's anything in that. I'm just saying there could be an outlook there. Against that, if we don't win anything, could players turn around and think? Am I ever going to do it here? You know that kind of way. Do I need something else? We put everything into this and we still come up short. My, I agree with you, Chris. I think, I think we could go in favour next year. The, the, you know, if we, if we lose this league by a point or two points or or whatever it is, we made up probably twenty plus points on Man City, who I don't know stand inside, but we seem to be on the up and they seem to be at a peak that they're staying there and it's hard to stay up for a whole season. I'm just hoping that regardless of the outcome of the season, that this squad stays together, looks positively and said, look, look how good we were. We'll add a few on and we'll be even better. Matt, for you, um, I want you to comment on a couple of comments coming in here. Kevin Sullivan is saying that, um, he can see someone going, um, for a record bid, um, someone leaving Liverpool. He thinks there could be money in for Van Dijk, um, that will be rejected. Um, but for you, Matt, do you think the squad stays together regardless? And do you think they push on regardless? Uh, yeah, the players we want to keep stay, I think. The, because they've been playing so well, someone like Salah, we, we're gonna, Edwards is gonna ask for about 200 million for him. I don't think there's anyone out there at the moment, um, that, that could afford him. Real have got to balance the books. Um, Barca haven't got too much at the moment. The only people are PSG, but they're, they're a bit dodgy under, they had an investigation and they're trying to keep their, uh, part of the drive. So I don't think there's anyone that can afford our lads, um, which is good because they're playing so well. Regarding next season, I wouldn't like to comment until my mate Grizzler com- uh, confirms who we're signing and then, yeah. and then, and then I'll let fine. you know. No, no, but regardless of the signings, Matt, I think we're, we're in such a strong position, especially with the new signings of Nabi <clears throat> and Ox, you know, uh, yes. next season. No, no, everyone's going to progress. Well, I say that everyone. I'm, I'm talking about Fabinho, Kaita, people like that. Uh, we'll, we'll make a few signings. Yeah, I think we go into it very strong. We're, we've said it, we've said it a few times on the pod this season. This doesn't feel like a, a 13, 14 where we'll get, we're lucky and this is the end of it. This is still a team which is improving. Like we, we see, we've seen it get better just through this season alone. So we can add a few people, club clubs on an upward trajectory with this club, and then and it's not gonna unless something drastic happens, we're not just gonna fall by the wayside. We're we're gonna push on, I think. Yeah, I, I'm. That's what I'm hoping. I think, I think he looks to keep the squad together. I think he looks to make a, a few adjustments, um, which will have to be made. You know, with players that are obviously not going to be there next season, we won't go into them. But I think you will. He will have to. Look at freshening it up, you know. Like you look at Ferguson at United, he's freshening things up regardless. If they were flying two leagues, three mm-hmm. leagues in a row, he'd always freshen it up. He'd always do something. 
throw something in the mix just to, to get an extra kick out of the players that are there. I think that's what Klopp will look to do. Um, but I, Gavin, another sign, another sign of how strong and stable we are. I'm hundred percent, hundred and million percent convinced that it's the first season in ages that we won't have to sell any of our stars. I'm telling you, there's always been one player sort of leaving every kind of season, it seems, right? But this is the one summer where we're only going to get better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And even Coutinho leaving, we, even though we got better, there was a lot of sort of, you know, oh, Phil Coutinho is our best player. You know, there was there was some negativity around that. There's there's just no sign and there's no way we're going to let any of our best players go. The only players that will be leaving will be the ones Klopp wants to go, yeah. as opposed to players wanting to leave. If you know what I mean. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, look, everything looks positive. But I think the narrative around Liverpool and, and for me, I, I've said it an awful lot. If Liverpool if Liverpool go and win the league, I think other teams shit themselves in a massive massive way. Um, because it's a monkey off our back. It's it's shown what we've built is working, and we can only get stronger and stronger. The financial results show that the, the players were able to attract shows that, and Liverpool as league winners and possible Champions League winners going into a, going into a summer where they're looking for two, probably three players are in pole position to probably get them. Teams around us, you know, if you don't get top four, I think it's a disaster for them. Um, Arsenal. Don't bother with them. But, but, you know, last night, the looks of last night shows they're a fucking mess. Um, Chelsea have this ban, supposedly. And um, Spurs, they just need Champions League to stay afloat, in my opinion. Um, but look, <coughs> we'll see how it goes. The big one's tomorrow. Um, always look forward to just the next game. Um, we hope to be back here next Thursday. We'll try to deal with this early again. Um, I'm not too sure what's going on on Monday. Uh, with the club, we will let you know over the weekend. Um, the cup table um, is out. I think I edited that today. I think it is. Um, that's how well my memory is. That's out. And uh, you, can, you can get that on our, on our Twitter and you can get it on the cup table Twitter. I'd like to thank Free Retro for being uh, the sponsor of this show again tonight. Um, they gave away a prize to Claire last week. As far as I know, that's on its way to her. And um, yeah, that's been us. That's been the fat back for Matt. Thanks a million. Great, thanks a million. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, up the Reds, League and European Cup double incoming. Over now. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickups. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge Miss Cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins? Miss Cake. A spoonful of peanut butter? Bigger Miss Cake. Or the worst Miss Cake of all, your kid's Halloween candy. And it's May. If it's not tasty cake, it's a Miss Cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty Cake. Accept no substitutes. Sports Social Podcast Network.